0: This is Saturday, June 4th, and this last week of our study on the city, we've made our way to the end of scripture, to see the story of God's city, so that we might grasp the vision God has for his people in his world. Now, If you go to a great city, most often there is a center of activity and attention. There's a point of focus. Often it may be the largest building in the city this building will tell us what the city, often tell us what the city is about. For example, prior to 9-11, the big buildings of Manhattan were all about business. This is why they were called the World Trade Centers. This is also why the attackers set out to destroy them and not some other buildings in the city, like the Empire State Building, for example. If you go to other cities, for example, take Paris, the Eiffel Tower marks this city, and people are drawn to it. In London, one of my favorite cities, people are drawn to Big Ben, the buildings of Westminster, and the seat of government. Before those buildings were built, Westminster Cathedral stood above everything else, and this was true across most of the cities of Europe. The cathedral was the dominant building in the towns and cities, revealing the worship of God as the most important feature of their city. Now, as we read the description of God's city, here is the picture we are given. This is Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 down through 7. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, through the middle of the street of the city, and also on the other side of the river, the tree of life with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, His name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light of a lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true, and the Lord, the God of the Spirit of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now, for those that spent their lives in the desert, there's no no scene more powerful and beautiful than this. I remember reading of the exploits of Anthony de Saint Expery, a French aviator who flew the mail across the Sahara Desert. At one point, some of the desert chiefs of the had the opportunity to visit his native France. When they returned from their visit, he wanted to find out what impressed them the most. Was it that technology? Was it the trains or the metro? No. Was it the beautiful art and buildings? It was not that either. It seems that one day their guide took them deep into the French Alps and they saw an immense waterfall (laughs) and the guide couldn't get them to leave. They were entranced by the volume of water flowing from the mountain. When he asked them to leave, they told him they wanted to stay until it came to an end. And he told them that the water had been coming from the mountain for thousands of years, and it wouldn't be stopping anytime soon. They were stunned with this news. You see, water was so scarce in the desert, they might ride for days to find an oasis. But here, they found water running without end, and sweet as it could be. Now, this is what the angel tour guide showed John. Water is an image for the flowing of life. And this life is flowing ceaselessly from the throne of God. It never stops. Why? This is God's nature. This is who God is. He is the Lord and giver of life, and his, and his life shall flow into the city like a mighty stream that never runs dry. There are, along the river, trees that flourish because of the water that constantly flows. You see, in this city there won't be a building that marks the center and what the city is all about. The center is God himself and the Lamb, who is the source of all life and healing. Our healing and the healing of all nations and all people will come through God as life continually streams from his throne, from him and his glory. I think of those desert chiefs and how we will stand in wonder to see the stream flowing from God and from his throne. And here's the best part. Those there will see his face. This language means that we shall really know him and shall dwell in the Lord's presence this is the deepest longing of the human heart, not only to know about the glory of God, but to enter into his glory, to behold his face, to have such fellowship with our creator, the one who is who made us and has loved us. And it, it is then we shall know we are home. We are where we were created to be. Now that bit about his name on our foreheads, often people find to be sort of creepy, but it's really anything but that. It's the sign of belonging. Like you put your name on the inside back of your shirts so that they're not mistaken to be someone else's. It's God's way of saying, you are mine and I am yours. He is our God and we are his people. He puts his name on us and right there for all to see. His banner over us is love. Folks, I need to be honest. I I need a vision like this when I become discouraged, when I'm tempted to become cynical, or when I begin to lose hope, when the darkness seems to drive out the light and when fears threaten to take over, when we wonder where life in our world is going and evil seems to be winning the day. I need to see this. All of us need to see where we're going. And we can see why those first believers often prayed, Lord, come quickly. Lord, come quickly. Let's pray. Father, you tell us that our minds cannot conceive of what you have planned for us. You stoke the longings of our heart. You stir up the smoldering coals of the hunger of our hearts for peace and joy. And we, see, we know that we see through a glass dimly now. And we look forward to the day when we will see you face to face. In your name we pray, amen.